0: Coming up Saturday morning on Gesundheit with Jacobus, Kathy Garcia will be back to talk astrology. In early March, we discussed her book, The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac, in which Kathy introduced us to the concept of transformational astrology. She explained many characteristics of the 12 astrological sun signs we often read about in magazines. This time, Kathy Garcia will talk about the meaning of summer solstice and things we may look for in our own lives as we enter the second half of 2015 this Saturday morning from 8 to 11.
1: to Gesundheit with Jacobus, Health Talk Radio, integrating allopathic and all-natural medicine one
0: show at a time. Here is your host, Jacobus Hollowine. And that is correct, everybody. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining the program, Gesundheit with Jacobus, where we talk about health, healing, and healthy lifestyles. Today, Kathy Garcia is in the studio with us, continuing our chat about astrology, transformational astrology. Something that uh, Chuck and I, uh, last time, were exposed to, and we got some answers, didn't we, Chuck? We got some answers, indeed. Yeah. We found out that we are, we're, we'll are be okay together. Oh, I thought <laughs> we found out we're both nuts. <laughs> well, we, we figured that out, too, but uh, it, we're probably not great together, but we're good together. Oh, we are. But Kathy <laughs> is going to explain that. I, I saw in the notes that uh, we are definitely going to be part of the topic here. Fine by me. Well... Any questions about astrology since that time?
1: Uh,
0: you're Scorpio.
1: I kn- I know that. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's not a question. I don't have any questions
1: yet until we start in on the
0: topic. Yeah, well we we need we need your questions. They uh, they probably bring us some enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, good morning, everybody. Beautiful day out. Just a beautiful day. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Your microphone is always so soft when you speak. It's like you're sitting in the next room over. Well, at least I'm turned on. Yeah, that is. (laughs) Hey, who's responsible for that? Anyway, good morning, everybody. We talk about health healing and healthy lifestyles with the experts. Give them a chance to talk about what they're good at. A book they've written, something they do for a living, or a research project they have done. We're not here to diagnose, treat, or cure. The information... Education and entertainment is the goal of the program. We've done it for almost 15 years and just totally enjoy coming in the studio every week, uh, see Chuck's uh, smiley face or not. And then whatever mood he is in, right? Whatever the wind brings. That's oh. correct. Yeah. But you got your, you got your paperwork done this morning. So you're bright, bushy tailed.
1: I figured one thing out. I was having problems with. So I'm real happy with myself.
0: Yeah. 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 You know, write them down next time. Those passwords, <laughs> <laughs> just write them down somewhere. And I have I'll so I'll many lose passwords that list too. The what? I'll lose the list. <laughs> Let's just write them somewhere where you can remember them. You got a smartphone, don't you?
1: Uh, it's semi-smart.
0: Yeah, I should. But I should I, should show you, I should show you how to do it. You can download an app and then you can put them all in there. That's easy. Anyway, app So Kathy, I'll see us back. Wonderful. Just uh, looking forward to the program. You did a phenomenal outline that gave me a great idea But which way we're going to go. Let's go. You have done a lot of work. Kathy is a professional, transformational astrologer. She founded the Three Magi Complete Astrological Services in 1989 as a response to the need for a new approach to astrology congruent with the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Kathy holds a B.A. in Anthropology from Tulane University. As part of her undergraduate work, she studied at University College and London School of Economics. Her minor was in Philosophy. Kathy's background in Anthropology is evident in her ability to interpret the astrological chart for people from many different cultures and lifestyles. After college, she spent seven years living in Mexico. In 1991, Kathy wrote ChildStar, a software program designed to help parents better guide and understand their child. ChildStar was the first report on the market of its kind. In 1998, with the help of her teenage son and daughter, Kathy later wrote the Astro Journey Report, the first forecast report written specifically for teenagers and young adults, and the only report with a special section to help parents support their children in these important years, Astro Journey was updated in 2005. She has been on a score of radio programs. She was here in August, in uh, March, I think March seven, when we talk about spring. And she has given astrology astrology workshop throughout the United States and Mexico. Thanks to advances in global communications, Kathy now conducts astrological consultations from her home in Montana to people worldwide. She is also a mother of four now adult children. If you like to get a hold of uh, Kathy outside the program, dial 406-333-4804. 333-4804. There is also a website where you can find lots of information. Great stuff. It's the3magi.com. M-A-G-I. The ThreeMagi dot com. Kathy, great to have you back. Great to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it. Oh goodness gracious! How the time goes, huh, Jacobus? (laughs) It sure does. Well, that's part of the deal, isn't it? That's part of the deal. Time and space. If the time wouldn't be going, we wouldn't have astrology. Absolutely, we wouldn't need astrology. Now, you wrote a great book. It's called The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac. It's all about transformational astrology. Tell our listeners uh, one more time, what is transformational astrology different than what we read in the newspaper?
2: Oh,
3: very different from what you read in the newspaper. But basically, transformational astrology is my response to my understanding that we are definitely in a new age. The new age is is we're having to change into men and women of Aquarius. Many of us were born in the Piscean Age. That's right. And so the sciences that are helping us to understand ourselves and understand our worlds necessarily have to be transformed as well.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And just like in everything in life today... In being educated, being informed, getting to be part of your process, not depending on somebody else to tell you what to do and how to do it, mm-hmm. but really to find out what the factors are and changing your consciousness, how to be transformed and how in transforming ourselves, we can transform the world.
0: Yeah. So that's what this came out of. I, I hear still, I, the other day, I, somebody said, who's on the radio show this week? And I said, uh, Kathy Garcia, we're going to talk about astrology. And so there's, I don't believe in astrology. And I said, it's nothing to do with believing or not believing. You just don't know much about it. And so how would you respond to somebody who says, I don't believe in astrology?
3: Well, that's fine. They can believe or they can not believe, but if they want, they can come and see me. Mm-hmm. It's not really one of my great uh, intentions in life to have people believe or not believe, but, my, but this person comes to see me with the idea of how can I help you? How can I serve you? I'm looking at their chart, and I'm seeing the variables in their lives and how they can use astrology to understand their cycles, what's going on, and um, they usually come out
0: pretty convinced yeah but i in my opinion astrology exists is just that we don't know much about it it's a pretty complex topic it's, it's not well, an easy topic it's, it's a science okay
3: it's a science point. It, and you actually are in the health field and you have you deal with many many details and and as you know and as I say in my book, Einstein said that uh, it takes a complicated mathematics to come to a few simple conclusions. Uh, that's true. Right. So the thing is that astrology has a language. Okay. It has a language just like any language you would learn. And if you really want to use astrology to transform your life, to make a difference, you have to spend a little bit of time to learn it. Just like you'd have to learn about the certain factors about um, about supplements.
0: Right. For true. Ex- for mm-hmm. example,
3: but then it's going to come down to, to, it's going to come down to some basics mm-hmm. and it's going to come down to relationship. So once you get the basics and these are in the introduction to my book, yeah. but they take repetition. Mm-hmm. Once you get the basics, then you can get creative. Mm-hmm. Then we can really have fun. right? And so that's, it's, and then you can change, it can make astrology can change can help you change your life mm-hmm. because you have an understanding of what is happening what is the nature of it what is expected of you how you can change your destiny so you know and I've gotten a lot of feedback on this book yeah since it's been at. great and it really has helped me see who my target audience is oh good point well you you should know your target audience when you're writing a book everyone tells sure. you that but i have i speak i work with young people i work with older people i work with people of all descriptions almost, but I realize that my target audience has one thing in common. Mm. They're all searching. They're all reaching. They're all knowing that something within themselves has the answer they're seeking, and they're looking for what they can find that can help them reach to the next step.
0: I see. Yeah, so teenagers, even uh, all kinds of people. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, It. It. uh, I think... The more I understand talking to you and and reading through the book, um, this is really something everybody should understand. It would make a heck of a difference.
3: well, you know, it's uh, there's a rancher in Paradise yeah. Valley who has mm-hmm. my book,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and he loves it. So but he says, you know, all those people yeah. I work with that used to get on my nerves, now I understand them. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand them. It's just what they're dealing with. That's right and and so his his experience of the workplace has changed, I see as a result, so it's really about not only understanding ourselves, it's about understanding others, yeah, and if you were to have their chart and their astrology. You might react somewhat differently to circumstances. Mm. So, if, if it's important to you to have a better report, better understanding, greater compassion, which
0: is a byword of the Aquarian age, sure, sure. Yeah. Astrology can help you. Mm. Caller, good morning. Thank you for joining us today. What is your name and how can we help you? Well,
4: this is uh, Brother Basic. Uh, speaking of the basics, I've learned that. For astrology, you need to know your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign to start off on more important aspects or other aspects. So I I know that I'm an Aries, and I'm moving to Capricorn, but I need my time of birth to uh, get my ascendant or my rising sign. But I called the hospital, and they, they haven't recorded my time of birth. I should be around a Sagittarius or a Scorpio. Can you just uh, tell, while we've been acquainted for a couple decades, can you just tell by my activities and my way of approaching life whether I'm a Scorpio or a Sagittarius descendant?
3: Possibly, but um, where were you born? What state?
4: Tacoma, Washington
3: because uh, oftentimes the state's registries will have the time of birth, but they have two kinds of birth certificates. One of them does not have it and one of them has it. So that's probably worth investigating and if you really haven't somewhat of an idea about your time frame sometimes we actually can tell we can't getting to know you and probably talking to you and seeing certain events that are happening in your life we because there's such a contrast between one sign and the other then oftentimes yes we can tell all right uh, can you tell me you mean right off the bat hearing you right now yeah no I wouldn't make that kind of uh discernment and besides which there's a lot of uh different things that come into that that kind of a judgment but even with i want to tell you that I work with a lot of people in uh, Latin America and a lot of people in Latin America do not especially the older people don't know when they were born so there's there is much that wow. we can tell you even without knowing your
2: ascendant I see huh
4: okay well that I'll continue to continue to try to find more information in astrology. Yeah.
3: Well, so, what you want to do is you yeah. want, if when you come to see the, uh, the astrologer, you want to have a list of this is what has gone on in your life. And by looking at the events, astrologers can usually see the repetition of cycles and figure that out.
0: Do you have that information on your website? Is there like a question and answer sheet questionnaire that people can fill out before they see you?
3: I don't do it that way.
0: Okay. Um, people,
3: well, yeah. Uh, I really want to see the person and, and I'd like to ask them certain questions. And like it was the last show, we talked about how my twins are, have the exact same oh, chart. Yeah, of course. Remember, mm-hmm. but I read it one way for one of them and I read it one way for the other one. You bet. Uh, they have a lot of similarities, but they're different souls. So it kind of puts, puts me in a corner to have to do that without the, but I can do it by Skype. I can do it. And besides which we'll have lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. on the way to finding this out.
2: All right,
0: Daniel. Will that be okay then for you? I mean, do no, a little no. research? I yeah, I found somebody that uh, I can talk and talk and talk. But, but I would think if
3: you're talking and talking and talking and you're spiritually minded, then my first guess would be Sagittarius.
0: Oh. Interesting. Huh.
3: Because um, Sagittarians love to talk. Hmm. Oh. And they love to be what they believe.
0: And they like to call radio shows. Oh yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's right. That's,
0: yeah, that's you, just like
4: to talk to a, a few thousand uh, close friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. All right. Well, I, I think Kathy's suggestion to call the state and uh, and ask what information they can find on you, uh-huh. that would be a great start. All right. But if you don't know, take them
3: both. Take them. Okay. A- All right. Okay. All well, right, Good okay. luck to
0: you. Bye bye. So we, uh, we were discussing the, 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 you were talking about the farmer or the rancher who said that uh, he got your book and he, he finally was able to understand more about some of the people he was dealing with on a regular basis in his life. It's true. And, and the way you describe it in your book, uh, and I, I highly recommend folks, if you have any interest, any interest in astrology, uh, you should get this book. Uh, the hero's journey through the zodiac. And this is the sun signs. And because Kathy, you really have a great way of, of writing. And you you bring it home with so many close stories, people we recognize, we know. Uh, besides the stories of people you've worked with, you also discuss some of the famous people, and uh, therefore it's easier for us to connect because many of us do know something, have heard something about these famous people, and then you start able you're able to start putting it together that you really are able as as a reader. I'm able to. Paint the picture more clearly and say, ah, yeah, yeah, I I see what you mean. Yeah. So, so are you good. getting closer, Jacobus? Closer? Oh, I've been getting, I've been close, I've been close <laughs> getting this much closer, Chuck. I don't know if you, yeah, a little more than that. You think, Chuck? I mean, you, you observe me every week. You think I'm getting closer? <laughs> no. Get, are you
3: getting, are you getting closer to understand?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: See, once once you really get a grasp of astrology, I can't wait because you are so creative with the knowledge that you have. You have such profound insight. Yeah, thank you. And so, once you <laughs> once, once you understand the particulars
0: of it, then uh, I look forward to seeing what uh, conclusions you come to. All right, I'll uh, I'll have to invest more time. This is something that I uh, that I've looked at but never really delved into. So this is a topic I should I should devote more time to. You'll have fun. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just going through your book, I have fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's excellent. Well, thank you. So uh, with the book, um, you've had, you said you have, you've had some reactions uh, from people. About, about your book. And obviously the book is designed not just to give people an understanding about the, the specific sun signs, but it, the, the whole concept behind it. It is not about understanding what this all means. What does it mean to be in a born under the sun sign of Capricorn or Aries or Gemini or whatever? But you are indeed working on the personality of the, the, there is a spiritual component definitely in your book. There is, a, there is such a depth of understanding a character and um, that it, it, it doesn't matter where you are in life right now. You give some great suggestions about what to pay attention to with the stories that you explain, you, the, the people you talk about, the examples that you write about, people you have worked with, give people, give me at least an idea like, these are things I need to start focusing on. It makes sense to me. And so I I think that transformational astrology, I understand it better now, instead of just saying astrology, or just saying, let me read my daily horoscope. Oh, well, (laughs) you know, that's what I meant earlier when I said, People don't believe in astrology because they're getting confused with hearing somebody explain their daily horoscope. There's absolutely no comparison.
3: No, but um, but also a principle of transformational astrology, which really comes from kabbalistic astrology, is it really what we're going? To, the conclusions we're going to come to are going to come from where you're at. Where I'm at, and bringing down the answers that you need. So when I talk about the hero, I'm talking about the person who is self-realized. Yeah, the person mm-hmm. who's self-realized. Mm-hmm. And so this is a great journey. That's why I have the, the word journey. And your astrology actually changes. Just like, for example, the way you felt when you were a young, when you were 20 years old, may not be the way you feel right now. Totally. Right? So you're more mature, but you can also be more spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. And so one thing in terms of uh, the spiritual path, it's interesting interesting to me and that I write about in each of the signs for example the cancer person mm-hmm. cancer we know cancer is a water sign we're in cancer right now we're entering cancer right now and cancers are very emotional they're very affected by the moon and the changing right. moons so mm-hmm. so really all cancers are going to have Find that they're gonna to have to master their emotions or their master or the or the waves of the emotions are gonna throw mm-hmm. them around. But when you get on when you're determining you're on a spiritual path, your emotions do not become less, they become greater. Mm. They become much greater because your sensitivity is more. But the price you pay for reacting mm-hmm. becomes more and your desire. To use your mind, to use your heart, to, to, to be able to understand others and to, to um,
0: walk upon the waters becomes more paramount in your life. Right. And, and of course, as, an, as a people, we all move through the cancer sign right now. We're all going to move through cancer. So we're all going to have some of the challenges and the opportunities that cancer is displaying. And we'll talk about that. We will. we have summer solstice tomorrow. You betcha. I want to hear all, all about it. <laughs> we'll be right back. So special day tomorrow or tonight? You said yesterday. Tonight we're going to move into summer, or yeah. is it tomorrow?
3: Well, we move into summer tonight, but we move into um, solstice. I think it's tw- ten twenty eight a.m. Okay, and it's just uh, tomorrow. It's just astounding when you think that the day is more than seven hours longer hmm. than it was or will be at winter, sol- at yeah, winter yeah, solstice. Yeah, winter solstice. So there's that much more light.
0: Absolutely.
3: And, you know, yeah. when you look at astrology and you learn about uh, the crosses, and th- really it's the equinoxes and the solstices. The solstices mainly are the turnings of the year. Okay. So there have been cultures, for example, the ancient Egyptians. Mm-hmm. For them, the year began at summer solstice. Huh. And because uh, the because the fixed or Sirius, which comes up soon in Cancer, was close by, and it also corresponded with the flooding of the Nile, This was a very auspicious time, but it is an auspicious time for all of us. And as we can discuss, we are moving into cancer. So, if you ever wonder why cancers are so emotional, Mm. why they react, well, ask yourself this month (laughs) Mm. because we're all going to get a taste of it. I see. And really, how you do this month is going to determine the rest of the summer.
0: In what way? Well, you need to... I mean, you make choices every day, of course, but... You make choices
3: every day, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you're getting... You need to get yourself... Your sales set. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: You need to get your sales set. You need to get your sales set. You need to be on course. You need to have that anchoring within yourself of acting rather than reacting, Uh which is aggravated a little bit by the heat in this part of the world, Mm -hmm. uh, so that you can get through a Leo... And which is where really this bracing and part of the best way to do it is gratitude to tell you the truth. Okay. And then Virgo, which can be very hard. Hmm. Virgo can be a very hard sign. So to get through hmm. the, the summer, we need to desire, we need to hmm. desire to be in a state of, of, of harmony.
0: It's hmm. interesting that you bring up the, for, for some cultures, the, or the old Egyptians used to be solstice, used to be the beginning of the new year. Because yes, it is the longest day, but at the same time, it, the days are getting shorter again. So for yes. some people, they love that idea that when the winter hits and Christmas time comes, that the days are actually getting longer again. You don't see it yet, but you f- have this feeling like, oh, I mean, I know my wife says too, oh, God, days are getting shorter again. Of course, we haven't had much of a of a spring. We have had some wet spring, but... um we just hope that the summer is going to be beautiful.
3: But it's more than about weather.
0: It's more sure it is.
3: So you you, mm-hmm. when you, you think about the, these points as first of all you're going to think about the equinoxes and the solstices as the gateways, and you look at an astrological chart mm-hmm. and. You can see it has quadrants, yes, and really these are divided up by the um, by the equinoxes and by the solstices. So they are the gateways into the different, into the the changes, like changing gears in a car, the changes mm-hmm. of energy. But when you think about when you meditate and contemplate where you were uh, December twenty first, right. and what has happened since then, and maybe even in the last few weeks. Uh-huh. Where you've gone, and you see that there's a, a kind of there's a certain sense there should be of a, a resolution. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there's a sense of some things having come to a head, new things beginning. Mm-hmm. You can sense that within yourself. Okay. And now you are moving again toward the winter solstice. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. advantage of the time, use it well. But we are moving again, mm-hmm. and in Montana we really feel it because we know that the uh, the days of summer are short. Yeah.
0: I want to let some of you know uh, who are not who are regular listeners of the program, who may not be aware of astrology, and, and I'm not definitely not an expert here at all, Kathy. That's why we have Kathy here. But it's sometimes easy to visualize the uh, astro- astrological chart as indeed a, a circle and like a clock, like a watch that you have on your on your wrist, and you have the twelve o'clock on the top, and you got the six on the bottom, the three and the nine, and uh, so what. The first sign is at the 12 o'clock is? Capricorn. Is Capricorn. Right. But where, it, so Capricorn and then on the bottom at 6 o'clock you got your Cancer. Cancer. Yes, and so you Father have. Father and Mother. Aries and Libra on this three and the nine. And so you can fill out all the astrological signs in there. So when Kathy is talking about quadrants, she talks, for example, about the first quadrant uh, from 12 o'clock to three o'clock
3: well and and actually the worldly astrology begins at aries
0: that is correct so does
3: that mean Aries starts at 12 o'clock at zero no you can look at it no really aries is going to be at not on the position of nine o'clock
0: okay interesting
3: yeah it's going to be in the position of nine o'clock so although just like daniel was talking about his rising sign correct right so he said am i a sagittarius or a capricorn my guess is sagittarius from from the little i know of him but so let's just say he has sagittarius just like you can see on on uh well this is the chart of the united states for example with sagittarius rising Uh right okay so let's just say he has sagittarius rising but this is the natural point of aries Mm -hmm. so the natural point of aries which is the beginning of the cycle is still the point of me because me is my reference for everything else okay at this point in our evolution okay and so that would mean that if if daniel indeed has sagittarius there then that his sense of who he is for example his sense of spirituality his beliefs in life would be really important to him in defining who he is okay right you're a scorpio rising you told us last time Mm -hmm. right now one thing would be fun is for you and chuck to read the scorpio chapter Okay. Because it's not just about the sun sign. Once you understand mm-hmm. the, the, the each sign, you can apply it to different positions. Mm-hmm. So you're both going to be very incisive. You're both going to be you're, – you're looking for answers. You have great uh, sensitivity. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come out in somewhat different ways.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right, Chuck? It, uh, you know, maybe just what we should do, buddy. Have a nice meeting and you read a page and I read a page and you read a page and I read a page.
3: Well, the ranch I was talking about, <laughs> who actually is a philosopher, he would, he said to me, I read the Scorpio section and there was my son. He's right there. Uh, he's right, he's right there.
2: Yes. You know,
3: so that was, he was a lot of fun to talk to. Mm. And so, for example, let's talk about cancer because, we're, we're all moving into cancer. Cancer is emotional. Cancer is sensitive. Cancer tends to be reactive. People say, why do you take things so personally? Mm-hmm. Cancer relates to the mother. The mother is the most mm-hmm. personal person in our life, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but let's just say somebody uh, doesn't have the sun in, in cancer. They have, they have Mars in cancer. Mars is their action planet. And so people who have Mars in cancer, you need to get your chart done to know it. It's hard for them to do things if they don't feel like it. I see. Uh, until I see. they get, so they may have to get at some point in their life a sense of I need mm-hmm. to do this because it's the right thing to do. So that which is the opposite, which is Capricorn. Okay. Otherwise, they may not. Sometimes Mars and Cancer people until they get revved up and they really want it. If they don't have the emotion behind, or let's just say you have Mercury in Cancer. Someone just say you have a, somebody who has Mercury in Cancer. Well, then they're going to be very sensitive. They're going to be sensitive and emotional and and maybe very tender in their <laughs> thinking. I see. Because you can take the Mercurian uh, communication and put it together. So when you read the sun signs, you're going to get the basis for beginning your astrological adventure. Yeah, yeah. Famous people in Cancer that we can relate to. Uh, Princess Diana. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dalai Lama. Mm. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's a whole section in my book about Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. And she really became an icon of the mother. Uh, and the mother is, the return of the mother energy is an Aquarian theme. Yes. And she's very close. She's very, very close friends with Mother Teresa.
0: Yes, that's right.
3: Right? Mother Teresa was a Virgo. So Virgo is the mother in the earth element. Ah. These are the two mother signs mm-hmm. you no know? and you can also read about so whenever you have a cancer take the i know some people listening do know astrology and they want to get a little bit more sure so you look at you're going to look at the moon because the moon rules cancer
2: mm-hmm.
0: and
3: so princess diana had the moon in
0: aquarius what do you mean the moon rules cancer okay
3: well every planet so, people, yeah. so for example saturn rules capricorn every if, if oh, okay every
0: sign has a planet pluto pluto
3: rules, rules scorpio Okay. And that's why Scorpios are so intense. Yeah. But Scorpios aren't meant to stay that way. They're meant, they, they, they're meant to go from the scorpion to the eagle. They're the ones who regenerate, who change. Right? See, and the
0: problem for you, Chuck, is Pluto is not a planet anymore.
3: Well, I'm going to, I'm <laughs> gonna, but I'm going to warn you. Jacobi, so you're lost. But I have to warn you because I know. you have Scorpio rising. So anything you say about him, well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, but what I want to say about Diana, is so, so you're going to look at the moon. And so what I talk about, there's a section in my book about Diana and the footnote is for those who really want to see a little bit more about astrology. She, she fit in well enough in the palace, but she wasn't, she wanted to do her thing her way. Mm-hmm. And that's why we loved her. I see. They're Very Aquarian. She was but out, that's of, the she was was out of the ordinary. She was out of the ordinary. She was individualistic. That's but that what's what is what made her such a pain for the royal family. I see. You see, and and but you also see her as the mother figure, but you see her as being tormented by an unhappy marriage. Marriage. Mm. So all these different things you can read about. Uh, Nelson Mandela actually shows
0: you the point of the.
3: He was a father to his jailers when he was in jail. Did you know that?
0: You know, I've heard that before. He was had so much respect. Uh, well, he for, had so much love. Uh, so
3: even though this is the sign of the mother, you're seeing it in a man. And, you know, I give the example of Jesus when he compared himself to a mother hen, mm. which is, you know, a cancer theme. And he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I would take you under my wings, but you wouldn't have me. I see. You know, you were the ones who stoned the prophets. Mm. So you see the the sense of the mother in the man who become who wants to embrace the nation. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
3: but one so one thing I've seen about cancer men though, maybe we'll get some cancer men calling in, mm. is that they don't especially in our society, uh, they don't always express emotion openly. I see. So you may think, oh, they're not so emotional. Mm. When you get to know them. Yes. It's there. I see. And huh. then you want to talk about health, the cancers the stomach. Mm. Can't cancers to do with the stomach. So what does the what does our our processing of emotion have to do with our digestion yes we talk about how people and a lot of cancers and they're not the only ones use food um as comfort oh and how actually there's a food you actually feel like um the cells you feel a sense of comfort but you're actually hurting yourself Mm -hmm. and then when they decide to go on a diet or detox it all comes out Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. right Very interesting. Yeah, but they're but what's really coming out is their deep is their memories. So all the water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces have to do with memory. So all these Mm -hmm. memories come out, and the instinct is to push it away. Hmm. But if you push it away, what's going to happen is eventually comes out in the physical body because the energy has to go somewhere. You You bet. So I'm talking to you in a way that I'm getting. I'm going into your field. Mm-hmm. So, I'm showing you how, even though this is a, di- I'm talking astrology, we're really talking the same thing. We're just giving, because we work from different angles, we can discover new
0: things about life. Well, talking about health, I uh, I, I don't want to change the topic, but uh, very interesting because uh, Capricorns have knee problems. And I just tore my ACL. So, I, uh, again, for the fourth time. So, three on the same knee, left knee, whatever that means. So uh, the knee, bones and teeth. Very interesting. Yeah. So there must be a lesson for me to be learned. Karma. <laughs> I thought I balanced my karma. No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> well, you know, the way it rolls with karma. I
0: know, I know. But there is something that I need to learn out of this. And I, uh, you know, first there's the frustration, but then you got to dig deeper. Well,
3: the way it rolls with karma, um, no one can tell you how much karma you have or what your karma is or how much you balance. With I know, they, and they I did, know. But... The way, the, the, the way it rolls is that once you've balanced your own karma, you take on world karma. It's true. And, also, and really astrologically, for example, when you look at Capricorn, Capricorn's a very uh, spiritual sign. Capricorn has to do with the crown chakra. I talk about the chakras in this mm. book too. Yeah, so the light yeah. comes down, it comes in, mm. comes into the crown, and then it, it's applied to the physical. So how, and I see this, for example, in, in your on I
2: mean,
3: mm. a lot of love. It just feels good just walking in there. It's almost, and I think you say at different places, we're more about healing yeah.
2: than,
3: than anything else, mm-hmm. right? So this is the spiritual. But some people in Capricorn, but to really get the spiritual message out, you need to know how to build. You need mm-hmm. to know how to do a business. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to do these things. Absolutely, and some people in Capricorn get very materialistic because that's what they're tuning into, and they kind of miss the point. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's there. Interesting. Mm. You know,
3: so so, but you come to a certain and and yeah, we could. Mm-hmm. So Capricorn in itself, and for example, in Capricorn, you often get false accusation. But you get to a certain point that it doesn't really matter. If so and so is accusing me or I've been accusing him, you just want in Capricorn for there to be a more constructive energy.
2: Hmm.
0: Hmm. That's that's a a spiritual concept. Hmm. Chuck, you had some issues with your work about criticism. Let's, he has that, for example. Um, then I wonder, could that have happened? In his case, in the Capricorn time, let's say uh, December, January, was that kind of when you start having these issues that you? Yeah, it was more. Was it February? It was February. Well, but you see, we don't have his chart. No, we don't. But I, because of the, uh, uh, we all moving through. We're all going to move through the Cancer right now. You know, as a, as a world. No, but and that's so, true. So I thought since you bring up this the criticism um, falsely accused, he's been dealing with some issues that. He and I have talked about where he's been falsely accused of things, and I was just wondering if that happened to happen maybe. Well, in the, in the Capricorn thinking, month. now,
3: now you're starting to think like an astrologer. Oh, your thinking is 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 right, and that and really it is. That's why you can read any chapter of my book and identify with it. Right. So what you so when you walk when we move into cancer, we're not just thinking about cancers. We're thinking about ourselves in cancer. So I don't know the rest of Chuck's chart, sure, but I. But what can I tell him as? a... I could probably see it very rapidly if I knew his chart. Mm. But I can tell him as a Scorpio that ultimately he's going to have to forgive and forget. Mm. And Scorpios Scorpios will forgive, but they have a hard time forgetting, usually. Yeah. You think about Scorpio... Scorpio, and like we were playing around with before, Scorpio, you go from the experience of being the scorpion to going the phoenix to being the eagle. So, and sometimes even in false accusation, which is an awful experience, but sometimes the enemy even helps you by pointing out things about yourself that you need to see. Mm -hmm. So... Mm. Sometimes, I think it was Nicholas Rorick who taught us about that, and Dalai Lama talks about that, about how the enemy can really be your best friend if you're on the path.
0: I see. You just have to turn it around. Mm. Gesundheit with Jacobus. Kathy Garcia is my guest. We're talking about transformational astrology. And um, I know that she has so much information. We can easily talk three hours just with the two of us, or the three of us here, But if you have anything, you know, obviously, you probably know your sun sign. You should know when you were born, when your birthday is. Then give her a call at her telephone number in Paradise Valley. It's 406-333-4804. 333-4804. You can find also a lot of information on her website, the3magi.com. The3magi.com. But like I said, if you... But uh, anyway, we appreciate your listening. So it's uh, cancer. So we're into cancer. Yeah, my sister is a cancer. And I can see that whole mother aspect um, definitely in her. I
3: mm-hmm. did want to say something. Yeah, that, please. You know, part of the response that I get to this book, for this book and the way I work, is that some people, like yourselves, are just dipping their feet in. Mm-hmm. They're dipping their feet in and they want astrology to be simple. They want to understand what seemed like a foreign language to them. I enjoy doing that. Mm. Other people have been studying for 40 years. They want to get something different. They want to go beyond. They want to talk. So I'm here to to talk with all of you. Yeah. And I'm saying you're going to have to have a little patience. If somebody's the new person, have a little patience for stuff that they don't quite get yet. But if somebody wants more, well, call us and let us know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why when you say what direction the show will take, I'm here for whoever's listening and what they want, to, where they want to go with it. I want to remind the listeners, well, as we, as we said in March, that anyone who's listening who sends me, shoots me an email or calls me that would like a free chart, mm-hmm. that I can send them through email. Wow. For example, if Chuck would like to know what was going on, you know, does he have anything in Capricorn or what was going on? Well, just send me your, write me, send me your information, and I'm offering that to all the
0: listeners today. That's wonderful. That's a great gift. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. So, we are, uh, this is so interesting that you mentioned there's a seven hour time difference, uh, a longer day, daylight in, at, win, at, sol, at uh, summer solstice than there's winter solstice. That's a, that's a huge issue. Now, the summer forecast, what, what do you mean by that? What I mean is that things that we have to kind of pay attention to.
3: Yeah. What I, what I mean is that when you think about the quadrants again. Yes. And you think about cancer as being the gateway to the the summer, mm-hmm. then we are most people have least mastery in their emotions. And it's true. But here we go. Here we go. Of course, entering the emotion, there's a richness, there's an orchestration, there's loveliness, there's sensitivity. So really you you almost have to determine. You have to determine that you're that you're going to hold your peace. You have to determine mm-hmm. that that you're going to try to act rather than react. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can brace yourself, like I said, which is a Leo concept. You can brace yourself with gratitude. In Cancer and Capricorn, um, it's very easy to complain mm-hmm. and to gripe. Mm-hmm. You can decide you're not going to do that. You're not going to complain. You're not going to gripe and you can then your whole experience this summer and of course we're talking individually but we're also talking as a people and you know the united states is a cancer country did you know that i didn't yeah well when you look at the conceptual chart which is the chart that is usually used for the uh, united states of july 4th 1776 of course
0: july 4th yes
3: yeah right okay Mm -hmm. so that's 13 degrees cancer uh-huh. And remember when I was talking about the Egyptians and Sirius? Well, mm-hmm. 13 degrees Cancer is can join the fixed star Sirius, which is the brightest star in the heavens. And so you wonder, do the, do the founding fathers secretly get an astrologer or was this date just picked? So you see, and I also talk about in my book how the United States has this mother culture. Yes. But also, you can get the smothering mother. I see. Where you overprotect your children, you interfere in their affairs, you uh, don't know when to stop sometimes. Or you look at Princess Diana. Yes. And, and no matter what was going on in her personal life, she was wonderful with the children all over the world. Mm. Hmm. So this is a bit. This is a time of great testing that we can talk about with the United States.
0: All right, let's do that. Kathy is giving us some great insights. I really appreciate you here. You just broaden the, the 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 vision. We will be right back. Relationships. This is one of the topics that we are discussing today, Kathy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, speci- specifically the relationship dynamics. And it is interesting when we look at the twelve different astrological signs, that there are fire signs, water signs, earth and air. And there is a dynamic that we that also incorporates in all this with how people can get get along or things they have to work on. I mean we always say love at first sight. Do we always say that? Well a lot of people do.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't. Was it with you, Beth? Love at first sight? Heck no. (laughs) (laughs) She had to work for it. (laughs) (laughs) I had to work for it. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Well, I I grew into the relationship with my wife, too, so I can see that, but... uh, There is a certain thing, a certain dynamic that we have to figure out. Yeah, but for example,
3: without revealing too much, um, your wife is a fire sign, if I recall. Mm
2: -hmm. it
3: is. and you're an earth sign, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, uh, what—that's difficult in a certain sense because you're both dynamic. You both want things to move. You want to get them done. So learn how to, you know, who's running the show, and and uh, that 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 becomes a test. But she also has—I happen to know that she has some very strong earth in her chart as well. Yeah. So she has some very strong earth, and that and the earth that she has actually complements, helps you, and help, you know the Capricorns get exasperated because they think they do things so well. And why can't everybody else? So she, you know,
0: <laughs> you know. So I she, don't think so. No. <laughs> no, absolutely, oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. But she's great on the details. Oh yeah, and she, she is. And she helps you get take care of the details, so you can put your emphasis on some other things. So that's the way it goes. See,
0: I, I move, and she turns my head. <laughs> yeah, I got a stiff neck on the right right now. I don't know what's been going on. I think she must have sputtered a little bit too tight. Right. <laughs> or not hard enough. Very interesting that you say that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and... People would people come say they say are we compatible? That's what they like to say. Right, right. I don't particularly go for that phrase too much. But when you look at the three crosses, the the cardinal, the cardinal power, the uh, fixed love, the um, mutable wisdom, these are going to really tell you how this goes. For example, we were talking when we talk about Aries, Libra, Capricorn, Cancer. We gave your example, correct? So if you also if you look at someone who's Taurus, Scorpio, Leo. And Aquarius, let's just say you have a Leo person okay. and um, his girlfriend's a Taurus, mm. right? They're both, first of all, they're both going to be very stubborn, mm. which is fine, except if they disagree about something. <laughs> when they disagree on something? No, it's fine, except when they except disagree. Except when they disagree and nobody, and nobody wants to give.
0: I see. That's yeah. the Leo and the Taurus? Well, they both
3: have that in common because all the fixed signs, the Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius, all have that quality of Of you know being being tenacious of being this is the way I see it, this is the way it should be, uh, so for an aquarian, for example, being an air sign yeah and being on the same cross, aquarians think that the sometimes aquarians think, well, the way I think is the way it is, mm. and one quality that love will bring into their life because love does force us to look at ourselves is to be more tolerant. Mm to mm-hmm. learn to be more tolerant to think well maybe i should think of it from somebody see it from somebody else's point of view i see and listen to them but some aquarians in love in relationships what they will do they will what i call octave out mm-hmm. uh, there's a conflict Airs don't air signs don't particularly care for conflict they go into their own headspace mm. that's very uh, maddening for women I see. With Aquarian men. Because women basically feel if we can talk about it, we can express it, we can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right? But the Aquarian is a sign of love. And we're in the Aquarian age, so this has to do with everybody. Yes. No matter what sign they are. So when the Aquarian, and, and Aquarius and Leo both have to work with hardness of heart. So when the Aquarian says, I don't agree, I think I'm right. But I'm going to open myself to understand this person who's talking to me. I'm going to listen to their point of view. I see. And makes themselves available and even vulnerable. That's probably going to help their relationship to a great... But it's going to be hard for that person to do that. Yes. The Leo person has hardened his heart. Maybe maybe when he was a child, he had a traumatic situation, alcoholic family. He hardens his heart, but then he doesn't get it. Yes. and But then knock knock why don't you get it why don't you get it why don't you get it and then finally he allows himself to be vulnerable to not be so perfect i see scorpios like to be perfect too mm-hmm. but then you have to seek a perfection of the heart not a human perfection i see you huh. see that so that comes so the point of this is
0: scorpio's that scorpio is also uh, an ego thing right i mean very uh, prancing <laughs> around uh <if laughs> well, I, <laughs> well I, i'd say
3: I, I would say that Scorpios don't really prance, maybe the Arians do, but they have the Mars Pluto. So they they're very yeah, they have very strong ego. Mm. So if the ego is right is rightly attached in love and is the greater to the greater self, it's amazing what Scorpios accomplish and what they can do, but they become blinded by desire. Mm. They become blinded by desire. I see. But let's just say you're blinded by desire. You're a Scorpio, but you know that, that I tend to get blinded by desire. If you're an Aquarian, say I know that I tend to get irritated and, and intolerant. If you're a Leo, is that I know I tend to shut someone out. Then you can make you can say I may feel this, but I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to be more loving in this situation. That's when you start changing your life.
0: Mm-hmm. One of my sisters is a Scorpio, and she's a phenomenal artist, painter. But you can tell there's a lot about her. It's all about the stories are all about her. Um, she She's interested in what you have to say, but very quickly in the conversation, she'll turn it around and start to say, oh, I've had the same thing. Let me tell you what. And then she, it's again about her.
3: She covers, I just can't wait to, you know, you are so perceptive. So I just can't wait to really get into astrology. Well, you know, Scorpios tend to get overly concerned about themselves. Mm. So when we're in the Scorpio time of the year, the end of October going to November, everybody's everybody's saying is about themselves. I see, and everyone has like, but this and this and this in my life, and that in my life, and and me me. And the Aryan people tend to bring everything back to themselves. Mm. If you listen to them, mm-hmm. so that this is where this is the resolution uh, and the separation of the ego that is loving from the, the ego that is selfish. Mm-hmm. But how often do we know that we're selfish until we're less
0: selfish? Mm-hmm.
3: Love will do that. That's Love right. will test
0: us. Yeah, because it's so normal to us, we need to understand the difference.
3: Well, we, we, we see, we put up blocks to our understanding to protect ourselves from pain, and these very blocks keep ourselves from perceiving what we need to perceive. At a certain point in our life, the the what was a um, survival mechanism gets in the way of love. So if we want to love badly enough, we're going to be willing to go through the pain to get there. Hmm. Most people attract people to them that they not that they just get along with. That might be their friend, but somebody who who's going to force them to change.
0: Hmm. I like the fact that you work a lot with the psychology of the astrology or the, ast- or the ast- uh, how understanding astrology can help you with the psychology. Oh yeah, it's a huge uh, thing.
3: Absolutely, and everything's opportunity. Mm. Now, I'll Mm -hmm. tell you something different. Um, Last time, I I mentioned that my three oldest children are fire signs. Uh Uh-huh. So, when they were growing up, our table, was there was so much discussion. There was so much spirit. Mm. They're all very spirited. Mm. But my fourth child, Elizabeth, is a water sign. She's a cancer. Yes. That was a very new experience for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That was a very new experience for me. And her boyfriend's a Scorpio. Mm Mm-hmm. And when she gets emotional, as cancers tend to do, mm-hmm. he's right there. He goes, "Come here, babe." <laughs> you know, yeah. he's right there. He understands. He hugs her. And mm-hmm. I, I lear- I've learned a lot by uh, looking, but at them. But but I am an air sign, and she has the moon in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So sometimes all of her emotion is disturbing to me. But we move on to the place of what we have in common. I see. And when we ca- and then when we get there, we I give her a hug because cancers need to feel assured. But then when we can communicate together like this yeah you know but if i if i just kept pushing because i wanted to talk when she was feeling a water you know like a, um, a storm inside of her solar plexus mm-hmm. she can't hear me mm-hmm. so learning that not to do that is going to help our relationship
2: mm-hmm.
3: not everybody sees things the, or perceives things the
2: way we do which is true
0: good point call good morning your name please how can we help you
5: Good morning. This is Tammy. How are you guys? Hi, Tammy. Yeah. Well, I just was listening about relationships. Yeah. um, I'm um, wondering about what if your signs are the very same? My husband and I are both Leos, and I've been told that either we are going to fail miserably or we're going to succeed hugely. And I guess after 29 years, we're doing okay, but there's always, you know, room for, you know, advice and
3: improvement. (laughs) Two Leos? I bet you have a lot of fun.
5: We do have a lot of fun. And I bet
3: you have good parties.
5: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love that sign. Love Leo's. Leo's is so much fun. Well, people, you have a lot in common, uh, but there's going to be a lot that you have different. The thing about Leo is there's only one captain of the ship, but you both want to be the captain sometimes. So you're just going to have to take turns. But I think you figured that out with that, with being together that long. Yep. You know, and also Leo's a very romantic sign, and and Leos are very loyal. And Leos tend to be very loyal, so there are many positive qualities that you have in common. Yeah. But uh, you need you need attention, and you can't both be uh, Leo. Leos don't share the the limelight usually, so you have to take turns. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> kind of
5: funny because my husband is actually more romantic than I am, and so that's something that I've had to learn from him.
3: Really. Well, you know what you learn in Leo, I'm not judging you at all, but you learn to dissolve hardness of heart, to open your heart. Hmm. To open your heart. I think it sounds like a very fun combination.
5: Yeah, we do. We do have a lot of fun. Our oldest son just graduated, and I think that he probably had one of the best parties of the whole Bozeman Senior High. (laughs)
0: Love it.
5: (laughs) So thank you very
0: much. Most most welcome, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Bye-bye. Um, you, there is actually a story in the book about two Leos, right? That were 15 years, 15 years apart or something. So two Sagittarians. Two Sagittarians. Okay. <laughs>
3: That's right. Okay. But, but yeah, there were two Sagittarians that were same birthday and they were like 13 years apart, I think. And, um, they, they ended up, um, they waited. They ended up getting married on top of a mountain and living in a teepee. And yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you
3: know, and they
0: it took them a while to get married. It right? took it them,
3: a, yeah, it took them a while to get married because you see, in Sagittarius Gemini, you have commitment
0: issues. Yeah,
3: I see. <laughs> You know, that's the don't fence me in. <laughs> sign. Don't fence me in. That's right. Don't fence me in. And if you're going and if you end up marrying a Sagittarian, then. You're gonna to have to be make sure you're not clipping his wings, you know, that you agree on what the parameters are and things like that. But wow. they not everybody wants to live by a creek in a teepee, you know? No. And I thought, oh, a great present for them would be a backpack. <laughs> 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 a wedding. Yeah. But they have that spirit of adventure and it's worked out real well
0: so far, thank mm. goodness. Hmm. Very interesting. The uh, the Leo. And there was a, there's a story about Alan Leo. Alan Leo comes up a lot. But it's not his real name. He just ended up changing his name.
3: Yeah, he was a very famous astrologer. Frederick
0: Allen or something?
3: Yeah, he was a real famous astrologer, late 1800s and um, early 1900s, I think. And he was a famous astrologer, and he was the one that first really introduced the uh, a certain he, he wrote about the sun size. he wrote about leo he says leo has the worst and the best remember yes yeah and he himself was a leo and that's why he took the name alan leo yeah so he had great hope for leos yeah. basically if uh, i guess what it comes down to is uh from his point of view that if you have a hardness of heart in leo and you could say the same to a certain extent for taurus scorpio and aquarius that you're going to have selfishness
2: mm-hmm.
3: and if you're selfish you're gonna, you know you're going to manipulate people and you're going to use them basically but also this is the love cross and so when you find the the Leo who's really um, who's really in his heart and who has a great greater degree of love, then these are the signs that are their creativity is amazing hmm. and their capacity to love is tremendous mm-hmm. and once they and they're very loyal as I said to Tammy
0: yeah so you know I have two Leo children yeah, same birthday
3: really what is but that two
0: years apart August 3rd. August third. Yeah. Two Three years we. apart. Mm-hmm. My twins are August fourth. Oh, that's right. I think I remember you but said we, that. But we we have like
3: um so many Leos in our family. We have Leo parties and we just have Leo parties uh, and August
0: uh, takes yeah. care of it. And it's funny because my daughter Rebecca is uh just got engaged and she said um she wants to get married next year in August. And uh she said, I just want to make sure we have we can dance. You know, we need to figure out a space. We got to make sure that there will be dancing.
3: Well, you know, that really is not only will they be dancing, but that they keep dancing. Mm-hmm. Good point. Remember, remember I told
0: you. I, th- I don't Actually, they're if- taking dancing lessons.
3: Wow. Well, I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but I was talking about the woman who actually had trouble. Um, she had a miscarriage, I think. Yeah. And she had Saturn and Leo. And Leo has to do with the, uh, with the ovaries, right? Mm. So, but then she had an issue with her father. Yeah. Should we take this call and get back no, to you? No, go for, for it. Finish okay. The All right. So, uh, my advice to her and her was to dance with her husband. Uh
2: huh. He
3: loved this. Yeah. Was to just, and, and she felt uncomfortable. I said, well, that's, that's your issue with your father, mm. right? So you have to, Leo's, Leo's, Need to express love and feel okay about expressing love, and they have blocks. They have to get rid of the blocks. She ended up having three healthy children afterwards. How interesting! But her, but her therapy was to be able to relax in his arms,
0: to be not to be uptight, to be able to trust life. So it's interesting. They they're married. But there's uh, still a big discomfort then.
3: Well, what happened? the discomfort came from her relationship to her. Uh, she never knew her father. I see. It was Saturn. Uh-huh. Saturn and Leo. It came from the father. When you get married, the first thing that comes up is your childhood. Yeah. yeah. You get a chance to resolve it, or you get a chance, as they say, to four in a bed.
0: hmm Hmm. Thank you for joining us. What's your name? How can we help you, please? Hey,
4: it's Chris. Hey, Chris. Um, can you tell me something? Uh, can you guys tell me something about being a
3: murderer? Or, I don't know. I yeah, you bet. Born, born on 9-11. Oh, wow. Huh. Well, what do you want to know about being a Virgo? Well, what am I supposed to be doing?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, was, in two minutes or less. I am so confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I have to call Jacobus.
0: Well, that's very and, nice of you. And ask him for
4: um, medical advice. And
3: Yeah, you do. And, and how often are you confused? Or how long have you been confused?
4: I I couldn't tell you cuz I'm confused about that
3: too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, all right. Uh, well, okay. That's a good one, Chris. Yeah, it I really, like it. It really is. Read read my book and read the Virgo section, but if you came to see me and I had your chart, I would want to see uh if neptune it was coming into your chart because or if your natal neptune was being affected because if so then you are in a cycle of confusion and if you're in a cycle of confusion then what i can tell you as a virgo what not to do okay you with me i'm i'm here all right what you don't want to do is be anxious you don't want to worry about it so what you do is during this time, all the things that come to your mind, all the things that don't seem to be working, you write them down. You write them down and you make a question and you're asking, What can I do about this? What can I do about my healing? What's this? You ask the question and you just meditate in motion and you believe that the answer is gonna come. Virgos are very detailed and as you get one thing this fixes and that works and this works and this works. But you don't you don't get hard on yourself, you don't become critical, you don't think you're messed up, uh, because you're you you do not get it right now. You don't get it because you're just gonna get things later that you couldn't get before. It's all a process. Oh uh,
4: see uh, huh. That's what I tell people on a daily basis out there on the streets is, it's like I seem to help them, but I'm confused about
1: myself.
3: Confusion usually means that you're going through you don't you're not where you used to be and you're not where you will be so you're not sure where you are and it's just a pro it's a process of like the waves going on the sea of things changing mm-hmm. and so it's a time maybe when you have to get certain answers and then you'll be able to be able to help people more which is what you
0: really like to do and what you're so good at doing we got to run though bye 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 thanks for the call we'll be right back folks stay tuned please and welcome back the best is yet to come uh, the
2: best is yet to
0: gesundheit come with jacobus and i'm not talking about what's coming up next that is of course the weather report with chuck mm-hmm. and it's always every week it's the best the best better than last week chuck every week is different turn your microphone up just all the, there you go every yes, week is different yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. turn yourself on chuck oh, yeah uh, yeah there you go well good morning to you good morning to you mm-hmm. Interesting information from Kathy, to say the least. Yeah, I can I'm see still you think skeptical about what? About
1: everything. Well, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> why do you is say that, that? Part of a Scorpio's makeup.
3: <sighs> well, kept skeptical about everything.
0: Yeah, I not, see. Not not just that's also a few why things, but everything. Yeah, that is also why you're so inquisitive.
3: Yeah, but I, really is. But that's why it would be really fun if I had his chart and we can work together because he's going to ask the right, he's going to ask questions that are right to the point that we're going to really be able to. Scorpios like to explore, to research, to find out. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I love working with Scorpios because they're, they're so incisive. They see what other people don't see. They cut to the quick. I see. Unless they have a cynical attitude. No. Then there's not uh, much you can do not him. because, you know, the the, <laughs> the the Taurus, the Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius. Remember, that is the cross where you have attitude, oh. that you have attitude, have bad attitude. So, yeah, bad so, to the bone. but, you know, change that attitude, get some gratitude.
0: You're not too old yet, Chuck. You can still change.
3: <laughs> basically if you don't change you're changed so scorpio yes. for example scorp for example in the health picture scorpios tend to be highly resistant to disease highly resistant oh, man
1: every time i turn around there's something
3: but, but it's not
0: a
1: disease usually it's an injury
0: but, there's a reason for that yeah Chuck. but
3: they stuff things they're highly resistant they're very strong but in a certain place because they haven't gotten rid of all this toxicity it's like a volcano takes off And it all comes out, Mm. and uh, then then they were in this health crisis right? Oh yeah. Whereas you get another one after the other. Well, you get you get another sign, you get another sign like you know like Gemini or Libra or something, and they're kind of dealing with things as they come up. So even though Scorpios look like they're highly resistant and they're they look healthy, they may be actually harboring. Oh. And Mm. so there's a sense of whatever is there that has to be gotten out. You need to get it out because you're not. To be able to change change is the name of the game so you don't have to be changed by outer circumstances or people or forces mm. then we always have to be progressing to be purer yes, healthier Good Good more point. loving.
0: Kathy Garcia, who is my guest today. She is an astrologer, professional transformational astrologer, and a very interesting book she wrote. I highly recommend you get a copy if you have any interest in astrology, any interest in astrology. This is a book that you will truly enjoy. It's called The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac. And it's this one is about the sun signs. Uh, she's going to write more books about the moons and and the ascendants and, and the rising signs, I mean. And um, so there's a lot coming, but she started with the sun signs because that's what most of us identify ourselves with. A lot of intricate stuff going on. And this is a book that is for the layperson as well as for those who have studied it for a long time, and who will pick up on the concept of transformational astrology, because it does bring different concepts into the into the forefront which are very easy to understand if you know what you're talking about but it just expands your understanding and you expand your vision and it expands the way that you yourself may be working with people in your family and so i uh, i tell you that it's a wonderful wonderful thing to have i think kathy i want to tell you that we always say hindsight is Mm 2020 astrology gives us some foresight. Mm-hmm. We 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 can understand the signs, we can understand astrology from the past because the facts are there. And it has helped, especially people like yourself who say, I can tell you the Dalai Lama or Mother Teresa or whatever, <clears throat> you can talk about some famous people because it will explain, we can identify with it. But at the same time, astrology better than anybody else, anything else, is giving us a chance to look ahead, even though we make choices every day. We can change our own path however we want to, but you are able to give somebody foresight about potential risks that could come on the way and that you can protect yourself from.
3: Yeah, and since we're talking about relationships, we can talk about other things too, but let's just say someone comes to see me and uh, transiting Neptune is conjoining their venus
2: mm-hmm.
3: for example mm-hmm. um, well you look at the rest of the pictures it's more complex but maybe they meet the love of their life mm-hmm. or maybe
2: mm-hmm.
3: or maybe they're having a time with the person they're with that is really so ideal
2: and yeah. special yeah. but
3: also they may be totally an unreality because mm-hmm. Neptune tends to bring us to the heights and bring us to the depths. Yeah. And Neptune tends to bring illusion, delusion, self-deception, and sometimes deception from others. Yeah. So I might recommend this person uh, to test this relationship out, for example. For You know, especially, now let's just say, and, and here, you know, on my website, you can also see there's a report called Empower Your Relationships. And there's also the uh, astrological consultation. So one thing we're going to look at with relationships is what is the rising sign. Let's say if you have if you have uh, Pisces rising. Talking yeah. about Pisces now, and you're very idealistic and tend to have you know a foot on the ground and your head in the sky. You're going to want you're going to attract a Virgo type of a person, or vice versa. If you have a Virgo rising, you can be cool, calm, and collected. But who do you attract to you? Right. You might attract to you people that have really have problems. And so the question is, do you really want this to be the person you live with every day? I see. You know, so there's ways of, uh, and then to answer your question, you can look at the nature of the cycle. You can look at the nature of the cycle and it could tell you really how to best use that cycle. Mm. I won't tell anybody not to get married or not to do this because people make their own choices. Correct. Right, and if there is a there is a, a uranium transit going on, and it's a, it's then it may be impulsive and impetuous. I'll probably tell them give it some time, get to know the person, this kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But if they don't, well, that's that, that's their business.
0: You give this, by the way, a certain name, and I forgot what, to do. what is synastry. it is. Sinistry. Sinistry. But there is a word ahead of it: astrological sinistry. Yeah. yeah. Sinistry is spelled S Y N A S T R Y. Sinistry. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting.
3: Well, Sinistry, I'm looking at your chart. I'm looking at your partner's chart, the person. And we're looking, first of all, we're looking at how you relate. One thing we're going to be looking at is not, not only the sun sign, not only Venus and who you tend to attract, but how you communicate. I see. So, like before, we told about it, somebody with Mercury and Cancer is going to, their emotions are going to come into their communication mm-hmm. more than, for example, somebody with Mercury and Leo. Okay. So, you put a Mercury and Cancer, a Mercury and Leo person together and, and, there's going to have to be something else going on there or they're coming, or they're going to communicate in very different ways. Uh-huh. And so then we look at, and then we look at, let's just say we look at the, the positive in your chart and we look at the negative, we look at the real challenges, but where are you with the challenges? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've mastered them. Maybe you become a better person because of it, or maybe you're stuck mm-hmm. in the same groove you always have been. Mm-hmm. Then we look at, at the other person and how, at them. And then we look at the connections between your charts. Mm-hmm. And and we can see strengths, we can see areas of challenge, we can see places where people get stuck.
0: How maybe to work them out? Is it almost like putting somebody else's chart on top of the other person's chart, kind of, and then look at it from the I'm top? I'm telling you, you'd be a good astrologer.
3: <laughs> uh, that you can actually do that. You can actually combine charts, and that's called a composite chart. Okay. And that's the thir- that's not synastry, but it's a third element of it. So synastry, it's not about you, it's not about your partner, it's about the relationship you create. Mm. So here's you, here's your partner, and there's a third element, which is the relationship that you create. Correct. So when you combine your charts, that's what you're going to be talking about. And I have done charts where the people are so different that you wouldn't even think that they would get along, but the relationship they create just works.
0: How interesting. And sometimes vice versa. Yeah. You see? I so see. People maybe go like, this will be match made in heaven, but when you put them together… It may turn out to be well, more complicated. I've seen more the other way, you know, mm.
3: where they have different personalities, they don't kind of dance the same way, but when they create the relationship,
0: uh, it works out they great. They complement each other, and then I'm thinking, and they can respect that out of each other. That's yeah. kind of what you mean. Yeah, and well, it works. It works. So, you get, for example, you,
3: I'm thinking of a couple that were together for five years who had a great relationship and they were terrific together, and their sun signs were square one another right mm-hmm. their sun signs were square but their but their love planets were working ter- terrific so basically what that came down to was they ended up breaking up because they didn't want the same things in life huh. they were they were very romantic together yeah. they loved being together but they were going in different places so if you're going to be with someone whose sun sign is squaring yours you're gonna both maybe you'll work in different departments like you and your wife.
2: Right. you'll that's have right. because
3: you probably wouldn't work for you both to be in the same department. No, we're not. No, but for you to work in the different departments of the same enterprise because you both have have power. Yeah. That works out okay.
0: Yeah, we have our own. You want
3: you kind need of- to want the same things. hmm But mm-hmm. you have different ways of going about it. I see.
0: Very interesting. If you didn't you wouldn't be together. Uh huh. Caller, good morning. Thank you for waiting. What's your name? How can we help you please? Hey, Clint. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning to you guys.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: But anyway, I'm enjoying your program this morning. Can you tell uh, Catherine is her name?
0: Kathy. Kathy. Yes.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a Scorpio, so I know what you're talking about, resistance to, to diseases and stuff. I'm pretty resistant to most of it, but some of it I'm not.
3: But don't sit on things. The point I was trying to make too is that Scorpios are pretty resistant, but sometimes they're if they if they don't forgive, if they're harboring, if they have habits that they need to change, like I'm glad you really changed your cigarette habits, then all of a sudden all the you know then all of a sudden you can get a certain transit or this or that and then be in a real health crisis. So it's you always with Scorpios you say purge and purify
1: yeah well anyway anyway i'm uh i'm sure it's the new driven snow anymore and i want you guys to behave yourself today we have will a nice day give everybody a hug to covis <laughs> and tell them you love them and uh, we'll all have a hell of a nice
0: day all right you thank too, you Glenn. Clint.
3: this is very tempting <laughs> because you know scorpio as we've said before we seem to come back to scorpio a lot have you noticed that yeah. Uh, but Scorpio has the three symbols. So you have the scorpion, which is the sting of death. And then we get these compulsions. Scorpio really is the signature of addiction. So we do these compulsions that really kill you. And you have, when do you come to that point of saying, you know, I've really reaching for life and reaching for light and going through the process. And then Scorpios become very free, and they become the freest of the free, and they go and they teach others to heal. So this is the key. This is really the core of 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 the selfishness that blinds us, and addiction is related to Scorpio, as is his healing.
1: Well, thanks very much. I appreciate that, and so I better watch myself and behave.
3: Yeah, you should. It's about time. Well, one good thing is that sometimes when you've been there and you've done it, and now you're not doing it, and you're so much better, then you have a good message to tell people.
0: Hmm. What's your birthday? November 13th. November, th- Scorpio, oh, that's what he said. No, I said uh, we have a
3: collection uh, of Scorpios happening Yes. Here. That's oh, why boy. I made sure to talk about other signs and so don't feel left out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then they could call in, right? Of course they could. Well,
1: hey. no, I'm just a young fellow anymore, you know. Yeah. Modern medicine and, and things like you tell there. Uh, Jacobus keeps me upright, mobile, and alive, and feel well. Thank yeah. God
0: all right you guys take care thank you so much glint so here we are with Kathy Garcia Mm -hmm. and talking about transformational astrology and uh, we are in the section of relationships so what works what doesn't work it all works all has potential well I shouldn't say that but all everything has potential if we're willing to work on our qualities and overcome some of the the, the challenges that we have and uh, people who are stubborn who just say, my way or the highway, that could become a problem.
3: That could become a problem?
0: Could become a problem. That
3: is a problem.
0: Well, unless you have somebody who says... Unless you're uh,
3: alone. <laughs> yeah. And if you're alone, you're not in a relationship.
0: <laughs> it's true. But you can have somebody who uh, who wants to be submissive. Subservant, what do you call it?
3: Yeah, well, sometimes yeah. that's the way it works.
0: Yeah. I think that a lot of all the relationship where there was this male dominance in in the family that some of that must have been the case. I, I always go, women were very strong because they were able to keep the family together while the man was so-called working outside or doing his job. And the women were raising, were very domestic. And, um, but I think that, Something must have happened behind the scenes where they would have the discussions and women should have been able to express themselves and you know, but you don't always get from the books the the, the books you don't get that idea. It just comes across like this real male dominant history that we've had. Well maybe
3: it's male dominated literature.
0: That's possible.
3: Remember, we were talking about Abigail Adams. Yeah. And we were talking about the women uh, during the Revolutionary War who were running the families, who were running the farms, who were running the businesses. Uh huh. Uh, I personally, you know, being a professional person, having raised four kids, yeah, I find work is is infinitely easier than bringing up children. I think that is the great work of the the ages. There's nothing more than there's nothing that takes
0: more out of you. I can can see what you're saying. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. We are going to, we have a lot to talk about still. We have a caller who would like to join us today. What is your name, please? How can we help you?
4: Well, this
5: is Mary. Hey, Mary. I realized you were talking about relationships. So I was wondering if Kathy has any advice on, like, um, I'm a Pisces and, uh, have a male companion that is also a Pisces. Is that a good match, or does that make a difference?
3: Well, that's the beginning, right? <laughs> you, you tell me. Is Basically. it a good? Is it a good match?
5: Well, it, yes, it is. Very much
3: so. Well, what you have in common is that you both un, have great empathy and understanding, right? Oh, well, yeah. And great sensitivity. You have you have great sensitivity. And that's something not only that you have with each other, but you're not always going to find out with others. So you're going to find that because you understand so much uh, that people are going to come to you for advice, for example, but they're not necessarily going to understand you. So if you have a partner who is sensitive to you and understands you as well, you're going to feel you have a friend, you're going to feel you have a companion here. And uh, in that sense, it's very, it's extremely positive, that in that sense, it's positive. We'd have to look a little bit more than just that you're both Pisceans to, to fill in the details.
5: Mm-hmm. I was married to a Gemini, which was an awful marriage.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Um, because that is the... Um, that's the cross. Cross. Part of the cross. That's, the,
3: well, you see, um, any relationship can work, can work out potentially, but... The Gemini's tend to tell it like it is. They talk, 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 and they tell it like it is, and and off, often they could use some sense, soul sensitivity, so to speak, right?
5: right. Well, he was very mean, and sometimes I mean he was nice to other people, but then nasty to me.
3: I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. But so, you're no longer married, right? And you oh, made no, a better True.
5: Yes. Thank heaven.
3: <laughs> Thank heavens you made a better, better made a better match. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well,
5: I just was interested in knowing. So thank well,
3: you. Well, uh, I'd love to talk to you more, and, and we do a synastry and learn from you, and also to look at uh, your husband's chart and your chart and see how it how it all works out. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm going to keep
0: with me. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. All the best.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this couple I worked with. They actually are in a different country. Yeah. And in the springtime, and she has all this fire in her chart. She's an Aries and she's Leo and, and she's, um, she's an artist and she travels here and she travels there and she's Mm boom, 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 boom. And he's Pisces, 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 Pisces. You know, he's Grand Water Trine and he's so sensitive. Uh He's so sensitive. He's an energy healer. Mm-hmm. You know, here in the book you can read about Edgar Casey. he was, yeah. A, yeah. you know, a Pisces. So you wouldn't think that that combination would work. Mm-hmm. But they work great together. Mm-hmm. He's He gives her what's missing mm-hmm. in her life. Mm-hmm. She needs that sensitivity. And he wants to just keep healing and healing and healing others and not have to worry about any of the rest. Yes. And she's moving everything else yeah. and they respect each other's space. They love each other's individuality mm-hmm. and they make this perfect couple, this happy couple who's, who are very, very different. Huh. So there's no, there's no set rules, mm-hmm. but you can usually, and then you can usually see where the points of contention or the points of harmony will be, the points of challenge.
0: Yeah. So. What works and what doesn't work, uh, Kathy? I mean, if you talk about relationships, is there ones that you say, got to be careful? Uh, this is really a tough one? or but but.
3: Well, yeah, you can see a relationship with somebody else, and you can see this is going to be a tough one.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but sometimes it's just what you need, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, for example, let's take Taurus. We haven't talked about Taurus that yeah, much. Yeah, we
0: haven't talked much about Taurus. So let's talk about Taurus. Please.
3: Okay, so Taurus is an earth sign. Uh-huh. It's on the fixed love cross. But Taurus has to do with value. So we can talk about um, the value of of this ring, for example. Correct. Or we can talk about the value of trusting somebody.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So we can talk about value in more abstract terms or more physical terms. And Torians mm-hmm. tend to be physical, but they're going to come. Torians, the question that comes to Torian Torians is their self worth. I see. So if you get involved with a the Taurus, then everything really comes back to that question. But a Taurus can get involved in a relationship with someone. Let's, let's just say you have a Taurus and they had a, a very critical parent, a very critical parent. And maybe they came to believe there was something wrong with them. They mm-hmm. may attract a partner mm-hmm. who becomes that parent
2: mm-hmm.
3: and who acts out the same scenario over and over again because the soul doesn't just want to be happy. The soul wants to heal. Yeah. so let's just say the taurian comes to a point that they say i'm not going to be abused i'm not going to allow people to dig into me this way i'm going to value who i am yes then their their difficulty in their chart becomes a place of knowledge and mastery Mm -hmm. you don't know that when you meet somebody
2: Mm -hmm. you just know
3: you just know they have that challenge you have to talk with them and work with them and see where they're at Mm -hmm. so but if they're at the place of of I'm not worth anything. And because their, their father, you know, didn't love them or left them or their mother was critical or whatever, they will attract people that treat them the same way. I see. And so they, tr- and this is part, so that's how we can work with ourselves and our inner child work uh, when we work w- with relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, now, for example, Aryans. Yes. Now, this can be an Aries person or this can be someone who has Aries on the seventh house cusp (laughs) or somebody who has Venus in Aries, Uh right, or has a planet in Aries in the seventh house. There's different ways it can go. But Arians are impatient. They tend to be impulsive. They tend to do it now. Yes. So And they're very ardent because they're Mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. So they can get involved with somebody that they really don't know. Mm-hmm. And and be very excited about it, and it could be a lot of fun. But as you know, you know, marriage is about being able to look at somebody the same face, like my daughter says every day for the rest of your life, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, they get married, and they find out, you know, they he wants eggs for breakfast, and and I, I want something totally different, and and you know, they they don't know each other. So sometimes, what you get in a, in those kind of situations is a lot of argumentation, mm-hmm. right? Because they just got involved too fast.
0: Yes, yes, too fast. Yeah, interesting. Right. Wow. And,
3: and then you can, you know, if you get in the water signs, some, the water signs could be fearful. Yeah. And if they get fearful, they can sabotage a relationship. Yeah. Uh, love is a
0: risk. It sure is. That's yeah. the way it rolls. That's the but, way it goes. Yeah. So there is, there is connection between everybody. Everybody will have something to work with. And if you, yeah, it, it also depends on the kind of work that you have done in your own life, what you, what has been your interest, what have you done spiritually or psychologically, emotionally on yourself. Yes. That helps you moving into a relationship to already be more understanding. Yeah,
3: and you might read the Libra section. Okay. Of the book, so I talk about uh, Oscar Wilde. Okay. He has the most – anyone who studies astrology out there, Yeah, he has so many what we call yods or finger of gods in his mm-hmm. chart. Mm-hmm. He was he, – people that have yods or finger of gods, they, they feel they don't fit. Mm-hmm. And he was really part of this new artistic movement about expressing expressing love and not having to, to be Victorian about it and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he wrote The, he, he wrote, um, the Importance of Being Earnest in a lot of comedies. Anyway, uh, he ended up getting – he ended up being sent to jail as because of a um, because he had a homosexual relationship mm-hmm. he had to be sent in jail and in jail he really had a spiritual conversion uh-huh. a real awakening
2: uh-huh.
3: and this allowed him to to really find who he was Mm -hmm. and it was just a very amazing story it's in my book then you get someone like uh, the Roricks who had this great together we can do what we can't do alone this beautiful marriage he was a Libra right mm -hmm. and and then you have Mickey Rooney who got married eight times yes and you look at his chart which I explain in here and you know he didn't either he didn't get it or he kept trying to get it. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. So, but or so sometimes you you come to the path, you take the tools you need, you fulfill, you, you fulfill, you find out the answers. And sometimes you're working your same things aren't the same as my same things. So people say, oh, it's the same thing again. Well, yeah. Well, that's what you're working on in this life.
0: I see. You know, there's a red line until you figure it out. Well, Well, it'll still be a red line, but it is different. Well, you'll
3: become a teacher of it eventually. Mm. If you were the one, I know someone who had the most horrific life uh, that you can't even imagine in another country, uh, of such terrible parents and and everything. And, And when he was young, he was very, he was a commando. He was a very intense, marine-like person. Sure, but he ends up being the most. He got on the spiritual path. He's the most loving person, uh, and so his work is all about love. Through uh, his work, he, if I can do it, you can do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: He is the most loving person, so he ends up getting through his karmic condition, you might say, and he becomes the teacher. Yeah. But then he will attract to himself people that need mm-hmm. what he needed. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Wow. There are so many emotions, and obviously everybody could write a book about their own life. Everybody has their own experiences, and I, I realize that more and more talking about yourself is 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 really unimportant because so many people will say, "Well, you know, yeah, I know what you're going through, and I've been going through this, and let me share my story with you." It's uh, it's beautiful to see this, and uh, sometimes people, when they are a little bit more mature in life. They find each other, and even though you think, well, the probably set in the way they do things, they often also are more open to 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 build a relation, to work on a relationship because they have done the work. And and I I want to make sure that we don't forget about this topic about what summer is going to bring to us because this is, you said, uh, kind of a um, prognosis about summer. Oh, Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're shifting gears here a little bit. Yeah, and and you also were talking about uh, the shooting in, in Charleston. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And what I want to say is that for the past few years, let's say even going to around uh, 2011, mm-hmm. right, we've had a configuration in our chart, which in the world, which is transiting Uranus, which is squaring transiting Pluto. Okay. So it's the Uranus Pluto square. That's mm-hmm. for short. Ah. Right? I mentioned on the program in March. That when this was going on in 1848, there was a series of rev- series of revolutions. Uh-huh. It's a sh- it's a real shaky uh-huh. time when new things are being born, mm-hmm. new, and but other and other things are being changed. Mm-hmm. Maybe not always to the best, but it's a time ultimately of freedom. But it's also a time of revolution, and I call it the anything can happen anywhere anytime aspect. Mm-hmm. So if you have a prayer on your heart today, it's going to be the, be in the right place, the right time, doing what you're supposed to be doing to the best you can do it. Right because mm-hmm there's this unexpected aspect right now i think that this uh this uranus pluto also brings a great deal like uranian energy is like electricity and it brings a a certain degree of instability (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what it is it's instability because it's creating change Mm. so for example when you go into the north carolina business
2: yeah
3: uh what what was that that massacre that was going on you look at the chart for it really starting the night before because I'm sure that this wasn't just a. He's probably thinking about this for some time. But the yeah. night before, what you see is that the chart of that day, uh, that first of all, the sun, the moon, the sun, and Mars were conjoined. Mm-hmm. So often, when, for example, um, Buto, when Buto was assassinated.
0: Yeah, Buto. Yeah, she in was. South ass- Africa.
3: No, the Pakistani woman. Maybe I have the, wrong.
0: Oh. P-D-O.
3: Yeah. Anyway, the Pakistani woman who was fighting for democracy who was assassinated. Okay. So she and her own chart had had the, there was a Pluto aspect coming in, but Mars was there too. So Mars will of, often bring the trigger, and then you have in this North Carolina aspect, you have this anything can happen aspect being being hit by other factors. So I theorize, I postulate that there are certain people um, that cannot handle. And because their own negativity and their own attitudes and the own ways that they've been going, they can't handle the energy. Mm -hmm. And they become, they become, um, targets for this. They, it's, they be, the danger is greater. Mm -hmm. So, for example, not to worry about it, because if you're going to worry, you shouldn't, you really shouldn't study astrology. Right. But mid, mid July, Mm -hmm. uh, we have, we have Mars in cancer. We have, um, we have the uh, we have the the new moon coming into Cancer, and we have and so this is a volatile time. This is again one of those volatile times, and most of these extreme things you've been seeing happening in the past few years have happened on that anything can happen aspect. Huh? Oh. Right. So Amazing, yeah. that's, that's, you know, one thing you can look at. Now, the other is, as I mentioned before, the United States is 13 degrees cancer. And so the past few years has been really, and the United States sun is squaring its Saturn and Libra 14 degrees here. You can see it right here. It's yes. easier to see things, but here, here's the sun and it's square. here it is, this United States chart squaring Saturn and Libra. So that has been affected by this. Anything can happen. Yes. And, What's really important for Americans is to know who we are. This is the chart of the great mother. Mm. Yes, sometimes the mother has gone over the bounds yeah but this is the sign of, of liberty and of, and and of freedom. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we if we don't know who we are, then we become very susceptible. You see the Uran- Uranus is at eight degrees Gemini and um, this has been from the very start of uh, the Declaration of Independence, excuse me. <coughs> we had slavery.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So the, uh, John Adams didn't want it to be in there. And Ben Franklin didn't want it to be in there. And Thomas Jefferson didn't want it to be in there. But if they didn't concede, the southern states would not be unanimous. And, wow. and so they, they said future generations are going to pay for this. So when this 19, 1861 comes around, we have the Civil War. Yeah, Right? Mm-hmm. So now we have Neptune hitting this point, And you see, so then you get <laughs> Two things happening, the anything can happen aspect, and you get this Neptune coming in, so you get this race issues mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. right? You, but what it comes down to, when you see the North Carolina incident, you see the woman who called the police and gave the tip. Right. You see a lot of good people who couldn't care less about race. Yes. You know, they're just united.
0: Excellent point. You
3: know, mm-hmm. you see the people in the church who understand about the necessity of forgiving. hmm you know, we are teaching a lesson to the whole world? Yes. When it seems, how can you forgive the unforgivable? Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. this is bringing us together.
0: And that's as a one nation. comment. That was, was comment one comment made here. Somebody trying to divide us, and we're actually becoming stronger as a unity. Right. Yeah.
3: And and where and also because the Saturn squares the Sun, this is where our laws keep us. Mm-hmm. We have all these freedoms, but our laws keep us in tr- on track. Uh huh. So so that's 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 another point how can we go through changes but still have laws that create a balance and keep us on track and not and but we have to have a sense of unity as a people in the good i see especially during this time mm-hmm. or we can be divided and if we are we're piecemeal
0: mm. so the uh, the start of this nation july 4th is a very special time you said that earlier it almost seems it's like it's the precursor must of the aquarian known. age yes
3: it's the precursor uranus which which um, rules Aquarius have, was discovered, not that it wasn't out there, but it's kind of like you're on, yes. right? okay. And so f- there's a love of freedom. Uh-huh. But remember we talked last time that Saturn also rules Aquarius? Yes. So freedom doesn't mean doing whatever you want just because you want to. Correct. And, and now we're getting people who have a lot of power saying, well, this is what I want to do. And you better let me do it or I'm going to sue you, for example. Yes. You know, and that's not where it's at mm. because we, we also have to be responsible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we can do whatever we want to do when we want to do it is going to take us in some wrong directions. Mm. Hopefully it all comes out well in the wash. Yeah. But I was very moved by the forgiveness of the people in that church and the families in that church and by the, the woman who gave the tip, the great love. You see the love that, that is so everywhere in this country yeah. and, and in the world. And we need to bring that as a great force, (laughs) bring forth that as a force. And I think, you know, I I think it's um, unfortunately these people are uh, very discombobulated. Of course. And they're already negative in their thing.
0: Okay. Um, We've got a break. Take a short break. When we come back, more with Kathy Garcia. We'll be right back. To all of life is a. There is a mental, emotional, and physical component, but there's also a spiritual component. It's something that Kathy has embraced and something that she, that is, has become part of her life, and she feels it is something that people should become aware of, however that works in your life. And so in her book, The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac, every chapter has some spiritual components to it. And um, I, I thought we, we got to make sure we we discuss some of that because mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a private and personal journey that we walk but uh, your hints and your suggestions are something to ponder and something to to embrace and see how they may be practically applied in life on, on a daily basis
3: on a daily basis and as I' mentioned when you're on the path, When you've embraced a spiritual path, when you say one day, I don't want to just, you know, wake up and live life. I want to make a difference. I want to conquer myself. That's why we talk about ourselves, because we don't understand ourselves. And in understanding ourselves, we understand others. We're reaching for a higher star, so to speak. So once we make that decision in astrology, the positive is we can be outside of prediction because we're already becoming the disciplined one. Mm-hmm. right? So to a certain degree, we're going to be less prone to our lives being um, karmically dictated where I say this and this and this and this. But on the other hand, the the your tests are going to get stronger. So mm-hmm. let's just say we take an Aryan person.
2: Okay.
3: Aryan pe- people tend to argue and they tend to be impatient.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, there's fire in the physical body. We understand that. Mm-hmm. Then they come on a spiritual path. Well, and you know, in Spanish they have one word for argument when it's like what a lawyer argues when you're just talking for truth, and another word when you're arguing aggressively.
2: Okay. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
3: that can become the thorn in their side. Mm-hmm. Right. So for example, in the Arian chapter, I talk about I have Teresa de, de Avila, mm-hmm. and she gives which so even though I put it in the Aries chapter, anybody can read it. Yeah. And she said she says, um, you know, patience is everything.
2: Mm. <laughs>
3: But she yeah. would, she was an air, she would know that. But you don't have to be an Aries to be on the path and know that you need to learn patience. But this is going to be in their face, as we would say it. Mm. You know, you get Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio, and they have this emotional sensitivity and they come in the path and they feel like all these things are happening mm. to them. They're even more emotional than before. Mm-hmm. But now they have to have a greater love. They have to have a greater harmony. Or what about forgiveness? Yeah. Wouldn't you say forgiveness is a part of anyone's spiritual journey good point wouldn't you say
0: yeah absolutely
3: so you can read about forgiveness for example in the virgo section i know somebody called in who was a virgo
0: yeah he was confused about it
3: yeah well he yeah he was confused but virgos often have a fear of rejection Hmm. now if you're going to be under a spiritual (coughs) teacher and you're going to get things pointed out that you need to change Mm -hmm. you need to be able to have to be able to do that without being without feeling they're rejecting you so to speak but also how do, how can we forgive the unforgivable how can we so in virgo i talk about forgiveness scorpio's as i said tend to forgive but not but not forget but if they don't forget they're tied to the person so that's why you can read any chapter but that's why whatever your test in life have been they become now your opportunity to be to really get on the master, mastery side of the challenges in your life. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's why it applies, every lesson applies to everybody because we move through it. If you look at it again like a pie chart and you look at the, the 12 o'clock, 12, 3, 6, 9, etc., we go through that twice a day. We go through it once a year. We go through it all the time.
3: We go through it all the, the time. time.
0: Mm-hmm. All the so time. So that means that we are, we are moving through each and every sign all the time,
3: well, yes, we are, and there's contradiction. Mm-hmm. There's there's contradiction depending, and this is a kabbalistic um, theory also, or tenet, I would say, that where you are in consciousness and where the astrologer at, well, really where you're at, the astrologer has to be at a good place in consciousness to be even to de- discern this. Mm-hmm. Will determine how the chart needs to be read, mm-hmm. right? Because. As you move up and you have greater mastery, okay. then the the very ch- planets are interpreted differently. Okay. The very positions of your chart are interpreted differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what used to be a great, uh, your, what I used, the square is what I call the flat tire aspects. They're in, again and again and again. All of a sudden, it's your greatest strength.
2: Ah. And
3: sometimes you find, find someone who doesn't have any, like, let's say, air in their chart. Uh-huh. they don't and so maybe they have an issue about communicating but because they're it's so empty they go after it mm-hmm. and because they go after it they become an expert in
2: it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: so you have to really see where you're at and and be willing to look at yourself be willing to wrestle with yourself yeah but astrology can give you a sense of the nature of the cycles mm. what's so what to expect what it what the cycle would expect of you, how you can turn even a difficult circumstance into a victory. Yeah. yeah. We talk about Eddie in this book. Remember at though, mm-hmm. And he got electrocuted. Yes. But you know, and so grateful my son at because he could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. He could have said, hey, you know, this is my whole life is ruined. Uh-huh. Or he could have in, but what he did is he embraced it. Mm-hmm he embraced it and said, I'm going to I'm gonna use this to motivate others. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to love every moment of my life. So that's like the, you know, that's like a, that is a spiritual path. I would say so.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like These choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in,
3: did you see uh, Unbroken? Yeah. I saw that So movie. it's never give up. Jeez, It was intense. But, but yeah, but you know, read the book. Yeah. Read his book that he wrote when he was 97. Yeah. You know, Never give in, never give up. Mm-hmm. Never give in, never give up. All is opportunity. You seen that movie, Chuck?
0: Which one? Unbroken. Oh, man. But you go and you look. What a story. Second World War, you should check it out. It's a true story.
3: And you read. Incredible story. You read the book, but you also, he wrote a book. Uh Uh-huh. And this was his attitude of life. This is His book was called, I think, Never Give Up, Never Give In. Yeah, You know, it was every moment is opportunity. Mm. And he gives a lot of examples like the, the fellow on the, the raft when they were out at sea who died. Yes. For whatever reason, he was negative.
2: That's he, right. He
3: was negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look at Viktor Frankl, um, mm. Man's Reason for Being. Mm. And he talks about the, his experience in the concentration camp. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Those who survived not only during the camp and afterwards were those who kept their faith in God wow. and he real and he kept his he was so he realized that he could be in bliss even in the concentration camp huh. he put his mind on his wife,
2: mm-hmm. he knew
3: that she was in another camp, she probably was being killed, but he knew that in spirit they were one I and see. he wouldn't let that be taken from him uh. he was a psychologist trying to see how can one survive." Mm-hmm. And and that's what he said. It's 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 not here nor there. It's within you, mm. like Jesus said. Mm-hmm. So these are the kind of things that happen on the path that become really your life, and your astrology becomes even richer.
2: Yeah, and you
3: can change it. Like um, Padre Pio, I talk about in the Gemini section. Yeah, he says, "Why worry? Oh, the Piscean we had call who's who's a Piscean? Our husband's a Pisces yes. too. They yes. worry more than anybody else. Hmm. Uh, Virgos are close." Close. They're they're close, but Pisces worry more than anybody else because they care about things so much. So here here comes uh, Padre Pio, yeah, and he said, "Why worry when you can pray?"
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So the fact, so the point is that you what happens in Virgo is interesting because Virgos try to figure everything out with reason. Mm-hmm. So on the spiritual path, they'll have some kind of situation that their reason doesn't work with. Yeah, that <laughs> they have to just have faith. Mm-hmm. They have to have faith. You know, in a way, we're in this situation now because our progressed son in the United States is in Pisces, Neptune's upon it. So how can we how can we keep faith in the midst of everything? But it's our faith that makes us so strong
0: and that unites us. It's the quiet people that carry this nation. With their faith and with their strength.
3: Not always so quiet, but, you know, actually looking at the United States chart, it would be nice if they, if those people who had faith and had strength and got through all these things and, and were positive could have a bigger voice in the media.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The media has a lot to do with
2: it. Wow, well, yes. But this
3: is a hard time, and um, it's a time when we need to hold on to our faith. Mm-hmm. But then you take the Pisceans, and they need the Virgo who says, okay, let's be practical. Mm-hmm. let's let's look at it in, in the here and now.
0: Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Okay, interesting. 522-8255. 522-TALK is the number. If you'd like to give us a call, talk to Kathy Garcia. Maybe uh, you have some questions about your own sun sign, uh, your own astrological chart that you would like to ask a question during the program. Otherwise, give Kathy a call at 333-4804. And uh, she can uh, talk with you uh, personally, directly, or you can also go to her website, the3magi, M-A-G-I, M-A-G-I uh, the3magi.com. You can find information over there as well. But uh, talk to Kathy and maybe have her do your chart, your own personalized chart, or that of you and your partner, or of you and your children, there are all these relationships that we're in. Um, it's 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 very helpful. So, the spirituality aspect, the spiritual aspect of all of us is—is uh, is it the driving force? Is it the driving force behind us all? Is it the the in, the things we know? But it seems like it's coming out of the unknown. Is it uh, you know a lot of us have get intuition.
2: Well,
3: I I think there's a point. And we don't follow it. Do we
0: or don't Do or we don't. Yeah, sure. But
3: but like I said, I think there comes a point. There comes a point in one's life. And uh, sometimes you can see these by astrological transits. Uh And sometimes you can see them, for example, uh, transiting, um, when transiting Pluto goes over Neptune, which a lot of people get in their 20s, for example, in their mid-20s. Sometimes you get in a situation that is so difficult so hard. And I think it was friends, you know, Sekoyan and Acker, those astrologers who, who wrote it up as that, and this is really the case for me, but for many people I know that you realize you can't keep doing what you're doing without a set of spiritual values.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So you're going to, so at that point, you're starting to reach higher, mm-hmm. just like someone on the 12 step program, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. First, you realize I've got a problem. And then you realize I can't solve this by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I need a greater force to help me with it. Yeah. And then you need to look at yourself. And then you look how you're affecting life. Yeah. And then you need to be able to wrestle. Then you need to be able to bring more love in. You, my, I believe that, well, not only do I believe, I've been working with this, with people of all different faiths, that you can change your astrology to a great degree through prayer. Through prayer. So it's like if I send you a letter and I just said Jacobus in Bozeman, Uh I don't think you'd get it. No. Even if I had Halloween on it, Mm -hmm. I don't think you'd get it. But I'd have to have your address. So when we name the astrology, we name it exactly, and we ask the greater power to intercede in our ability and what some would call the karmic vulnerability we have to this particular astrology, we determine to meet it and to conquer it and use it as an opportunity, our astrology starts changing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, for example, people have a lot of ease in their chart. People would say good karma, talent, things like this. They have a lot of ease. If that's money in the bank, but if you don't use that, it becomes a weakness. It becomes like muscles you don't use. Yeah. yeah. Right. And sometimes I've done people who have such, who are brilliant, who have such great charts. And then they get a difficult transit happening for a couple of years. They don't know what to do with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They're not used to difficulty.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So once you're on the path, the path. Every time you meet a plateau, you know, you think you're, you made it, you're just at a plateau. So there's a decision where you don't want to just have intuition. Yeah. You want, you want something higher. And, and you're going to, that me, me, and wanting to know you, you're going to have to look outside and look higher. And it's, it's a point of change we all come to eventually.
2: Mm.
0: Work in the road. I asked somebody uh, not long ago, I said, uh, about my life, I felt I was stuck. And I said, "What is missing? What am I missing? What am I not seeing that I need to do?" This is somebody who is in. Let's call a spiritual advisor, and he said, "Look around you. Why do you ask what is missing?" I said, "Do you have everything? You have you have so much. Life is good. know, what is? Why do you keep asking yourself what is missing?" So that was that's interesting to me. Yeah, but I'd to, love to see your chart. And Absolutely. Then we can work. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I gotta get right. you my numbers. Okay,
3: but then, but I would think that I would look at the cycle. But I think that there's a part of you that you're not engaging. It's not just about you having everything, or you would not feel you were missing something if you had everything. There's it's a. It's not about, and obviously,
0: he was not talking about physical possessions.
3: No, well, there's a point to that because sometimes people. People there are, but sometimes people do have everything they need in a way we do, and um, never happy. But there's another point where you're you've reached a point of contentment Mm -hmm. where you where things work, Mm -hmm. and so you're not pushing to the next level, which is getting out of your comfort zone. Low is get you out of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. and the low is bring up parts of yourself that maybe you don't want to deal with, but you have to deal with them if you can bring forth more light.
2: Yeah, you're going to
3: have a closer relationship to who you really are. Mm. And so this is the path of self-realization,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and and it seems to me that uh, when you get feelings like that, you that and that uh, maybe there's a dimension that's calling to you to take the next step
0: up. Aha! Uh-huh. Interesting.
3: Whatever that would be. Mm. Whatever that means. So those are great times.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Good point. I'll. Uh, I have to get you all my numbers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Curious.
2: Yeah, well, we'll
3: have a great conversation because, like I said, you're—I think—in the kind of work that you do, um, you once you have the vocabulary of this, you'll be able to put a lot of this together.
2: I for example, you can
3: have somebody come to the store and they can say, "I have headache," mm-hmm. but you're not going to say, "Oh, I have just the thing for you," because you no know problem. that headache is a symptom of many different many causes. Different things. Mm-hmm. So it's the same here. Mm-hmm. Somebody can say just the question that you asked, and then by looking at the chart, you can start working on. What is the cause, mm-hmm. and how can you even open a door which will open another door which will open another door? yeah, and I'm not saying the spiritual advisor was wrong necessarily um, because there was some truth in what that person said, but um, might not be the whole picture yeah, what
0: well, was interesting though, at that time, it gave me a lot of calm uh, calmness i uh, maybe I was constantly battling with it, and it gave me actually a point of peace. Mm-hmm. But then again, life goes on, a year goes by, and so all of a sudden, maybe I'm more ready right now for another step.
3: Yeah, well, if you're ready for another step, then the first, what you gained before, yeah. which was your peace, mm-hmm. let this next step evolve from a constant peace. Yes, I see what it takes to keep
0: your peace. Mm-hmm. Instead of a worry, it becomes more. Well, like wor- a-
3: worry is anti-productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, worried, you know. You can have an openness to what more, what, how more can I, I know you serve life. Mm -hmm. How more can I serve life? How can I love more? Whatever your question is, Mm -hmm. what within me has to be looked at and changed? Mm -hmm. But you establish that point of peace because without it, the same in health, if some, you know, otherwise you're always going to be dealing with what's up on the symptom picture first. Yeah. But if you're dealing with certain, the basics, you can really get to the core. Yeah. Really get. And I, since you're, since you help so many, the more that, that, that the more that you can love, the more you expand, the more you go forward, the more benefit many will receive, I believe.
0: Hmm. That's a good point.
3: And then in astrologically, you can see also if you have a difficult astrology coming down the highway – and sometimes there's something within you you need to address before it comes, because if you wait till it comes and you're blinded by it, I see. Sometimes oh. you can change it before it happens, and therefore you change your pre, you do change your past in your present, and you can change therefore your future.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's what makes astrology for me so exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I think we covered a lot of ground today. We
0: did. We're not done. Almost no, we're done. Not. Yeah. I uh, boy. I know many of you are just listening because there's so much uh, being discussed on the program today. I definitely need to get uh, Kathy back soon because uh, we can go more in depth on this. But one of the things that she really would like to discuss is uh, health. Uh, how are many of us challenged health-wise? As I mentioned earlier, she said uh, Capricorn deal with knees, knees, bones, and teeth and I just uh, found out uh, last week and a half ago that I uh, tore my ACL in my left knee. I never even knew felt anything, but it's the third time in that knee. So my knee definitely <laughs> is involved in me, but every one of us has their own medical challenges. And so this is something I would like to jump in at some point doing in the yeah, near future. So uh, Kathy Garcia, thank you so much for being here I today. just can't
3: believe how fast the time goes. It
0: is. It did. I, I agree with you. And we always have a great time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I, you for having me. You betcha. We'll do it again. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.